1: This is the In This League Fantasy Podcast Network. In This League Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher. Tune in now. Here's your host, Bogman and the Welsh. Welcome, friends. It is the In This League Fantasy Basketball Podcast, Week Eight Edition with Bogman with Welsh on a Tuesday. Trades are happening. Tibbs does the one thing you can count on him to do because it's his favorite thing on the planet. We've got some top performers. We've got injury news. We've got waivers. We have a little bit of everything. It is Bogman the Welsh. You can find us on Twitter at is it the Welsh at Bogman sports and of course at patreon.com slash ITL army. It's so important because that's our life force. It's like the uh, it's like our battery like a like a, a Thanos like ring like our helmet like the engineer the power stone. Does gauntlet that is gauntlet? that what you're trying to say maybe maybe it is yeah and if it snaps and goes away we disappear and we just vanish into little pieces you guys can come and support us patreon.com live streams ranks group me rooms access to bogman and i five bucks will get you a long way ten bucks you can get in the group me rooms and hang out but whatever you want to do whether or not you can support us there show uh independent podcasting is important to you And uh, just make sure you're subscribed to the podcast if you don't want to do that. So those are a couple ways that you can help out. Uh, Week 8, basketball. Uh, Holy crap. How did we get to Week 8? When did that happen?
0: I know, man. It's been crazy. And uh, luckily, games uh, getting canceled is slowing down. Maybe I shouldn't uh, (laughs) uh, have... Jonas about that uh, after all. But... uh,
1: Well, I was about to say, you just jinxed it. I just... (laughs) you because you that's just true. did that
0: <laughs> yeah that's my bad everybody that's on me
1: yep that saying. one's on you as soon as i mean kevin durant <laughs> is like in protocol right now but as soon as 12 other players get it that one's on bogman
0: that was so weird too i would i wasn't uh i wasn't watching that game on friday but it was like i got this report that uh on my phone that you oh, got kevin it. source got
1: directly text you
0: Yeah, yeah. The source. Right. Uh, It it definitely wasn't just the the crap that pops up on my phone from every single app that I have. So uh, it said uh, Kevin Durant pulled in the first for COVID protocol. And I was like, God, again, because he had he had COVID uh, last March. It's his (laughs) his
1: favorite thing besides having burner. What what does he have more of COVID or burner accounts?
0: Uh, Probably burner
1: accounts. Uh, It's getting close. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, just, just calm down on that man. He's fine. But anyway, uh, yeah. So he left in the first and then they said, no, no, no false alarm. And he went back in and then they pulled him again or something like I don't know how how it all happened. But yeah, he's been out because of protocols and all that stuff. So um the what what did he tweet after it It was like free me or something like that it yeah, was very I don't know. Uh, dramatic it,
1: dude is know. there anyone from top, like any team more dysfunctional for and, and like they're dysfunctional in a way that's not traditional dysfunctional like t- traditional dysfunctional is like players hating on each other and like you know there's like real beef it's not that type of dysfunctional it's like
0: bad locker room yeah yeah it's just, it's just
1: like Kyrie Irving his Kyrie Irving Kevin uh, Kevin Durant, all he does is go get COVID. It's his favorite thing. It's a cup of coffee and COVID in the morning. And James Harden is fat than not fat and at strip clubs and just like they're just weird. It's the most millennial basketball team of all time. <laughs> uh,
0: that's a great way to put it. They are very millennial. And it's funny that uh, the Rockets defense was like number one in the NBA since trading James Harden. And the Nets is dead last. So, uh, but the Nets are playing well. They're 14 and 11. Uh, Rockets are 11 and 12 after tonight's loss to the Hornets. So um, that's just the way it goes. So just the way it goes sometimes. But hopefully Kevin Durant will be back uh, in the next couple games because I really, I mean, I have him in a three-sport league. And this is driving me nuts. I already missed some time with him. And I have Bradley Beal. In that one as well, so I missed a big chunk of time when the Wizards weren't playing games uh, w- with him. So this stuff is really super annoying. But at least games aren't being canceled right now, so that's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> gonna do that going to through
0: you. it right now, by the way. There was like. Uh, I, I can't remember which team, but I saw one team, it's like their next six games are canceled or something crazy. So
1: It's a great time. It's a super great time. Well, we're going to talk about that, late, like I said, latest news, uh, some of the top performers from the weekend, maybe even some of the Monday night games, since we are recording this on Monday night. We've got the waivers, but friends, this episode, ITL Fantasy Basketball is brought to you in support by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools, for your family, Jules. Bogman, don't get caught traveling with a little bit of double dribble when you're trying to take care of your business. That's why Manscaped has got you covered with their third-generation trimmer, which features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe sca- skin technology. Say that anytime, <laughs> once. once. Uh, pioneered by Manscaped, I will tell you this. I will tell you this, friendos. That battery lasts up to 90 minutes. You really need to, like... Get in on in there. Ain't going to have any worries. And guess what? You're going to have no worries when you pick this up using the promo code ITLNBA. That's right, ITLNBA, because you're going to get 20% off and free shipping. That's right. Go to manscaped.com. Use promo code ITLNBA, 20% off your order with free shipping. Do it today, manscaped.com. Get your balls right. That's what. That's I've, right. I've if your
0: if your uh, undercarriage looks like James Harden's beard, time to clean it up.
1: That's uh-huh. what. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Tom Thibodeau's favorite thing in the entire planet. There's nothing he likes more than acquiring Derrick Rose and playing Derrick Rose. It's the only thing that's important to him. It's unbelievable because Derrick Rose has been traded to the New York Knicks. Rejoining Tom Thibodeau, he was traded for Dennis Smith Jr. and a pick. Which, by the way, Dennis Smith Jr., so disrespected. He is just... All he is is trade bait. His biggest asset is being traded, not actually well, on the court. Well, he's not good. So, no, but you remember when he was everything for a period yeah, of time? and then
0: we watched him play. Yeah. And uh, and that's why he's nothing anymore. I should delete so, all
1: those podcasts where I ever was like, excited about him. But, <laughs> you know, Derek... Been, he's been in a weird spot because he hasn't been getting a bunch of minutes, but he's still been efficient. 14 points, four assists, two rebounds over a steal. Field goal percentage, eh. Uh, been out for a bit. Hadn't played a whole bunch. I think he said some injury stuff. Uh, shocker. But he's been low minutes and he's going to go over to the New York Knicks. And he, in theory, could murder quickly's value. Remember all the excitement we had about oh I'll go pick up quickly, go do it quickly. Uh, th- this this has God a dang. chance. Did you just say did you just say go pick up quickly, I do it quickly. I didn't Come on, like man. Do You're that. Better but that. it's it's possible it might not. Uh the team wants to and is willing to move around Alec Burks and Austin Rivers, but you also had Quickly that was out there. And who the hell? Oh, and Alfred Payton. I was about to forget Alfred Payton. Derek Rose, is he's coming in there not to just sit around. He's going to get his mid-20 minutes. I think he's been pretty good. I got to tell you, Bogman, you tell me if I'm wrong here, but is this, a, is this a down or is this a plus or is this a neutral move? Because he had moved into... A potential more serious role with Killian Hayes uh, going down a while back, but he still never really got the minutes. What do you think this move is for Derek Rose's value?
0: Yeah, he's getting the minutes before uh, he got hurt. He's just their six man off the bench, which was fine. Uh, he was playing well in that role. Um, I, this can't be good for anybody, right? So I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, kind of feel like this could be decent for him. Am I? I off? don't think so. Yeah, I, I think that he was better with Detroit. They just had. Uh, you know, they had so many uh, guard issues. I, Delon Wright is, is fine, but he got banged up. Uh, so Jeremy Grant is fine. Obviously, he's been playing very well this year, one of the most improved players in the NBA. But Rose was good coming off that bench and being kind of the leader of the second team or whatever. So,
1: uh, I mean, not think your, it's good. To your uh, point, like the guys that can come off the bench for New York, like one of the benefits Derrick Rose had was being like a top score, the guy that can run like a second unit. The second unit in New York has got, theoretically, could have guys like Austin Rivers and Alec Burks, and those guys are, who also potentially are going to dominate the ball. But I'm not sure he takes a huge, huge tick down. You're right. I guess. No, no Tibbs loves him. That's so my I point. It's, it's like Tibbs okay. got him. He didn't go anywhere else. Right. Thibodeau got him and he will unapologetically play him
0: right uh but but there are there are so many guards in New York now there there's so many cooks in that kitchen remember when they were like uh, forward
1: that- you and now they're just like guard central
0: yeah, it's uh the the team is actually pretty solid right now.
1: So it's the most I mean, balanced this team has been in like years. They don't have yeah four hundred power forwards playing five different basketball positions. It's like oh no, you <laughs> actually have like real players for different positions.
0: Yeah, yeah, they they've been they've been pretty solid. So I mean, they're they're holding down the eighth spot in the East right now. They're three games under eleven four eleven and fourteen. So uh, they've been playing decent ball, but. Uh yeah, I'm I'm obviously worried about quickly being the biggest one to take a hit. Uh, um, we'll see if they're gonna play uh Dennis Smith Jr. at all in Detroit. Uh, you would expect them to, or he at least should have a chance. Uh, you know, I mean, I think Dennis Smith Jr. asked New York to play in the G League earlier in the year just because he's like, I just want to play, just a ball. So. Uh, yeah, just to play. I just want to play. This is ridiculous. I'm getting no time here. So uh, we'll see. Obviously, quickly is the biggest one impacted here. Yeah. Um, and how long it's going to take them to uh, put Rose in in his role? Is he going to get it right off the bat? Are they going to ease him in? What's going on there is going to be interesting to see play out too. But this is this is like a it's a good trade on both sides for real life, and it's a terrible trade on both sides for fantasy. So don't like it either way.
1: That's probably a good way to put it. Um, I mean, is this bad? It's not bad for Delon, Wright, Is it?
0: No, uh, I don't, I don't think it will I think be. It's just it more could, room for him. It could be just if you know, if Killian Hayes does come back at the end of the year, and if they do want to play Dennis Smith Jr., like it, it's just, it's one of those ifs and buts. I think Delon Wright has been playing good enough to where, to where this should not mess with him. Uh, too much, but he also has an ankle sprain and is questionable for uh, t- tonight as you're listening to this on Tuesday. So we'll see if he misses some time. So uh, it's it's just messy, this trade is for oh. fantasy. For, for regular NBA, it's great, but messy for fantasy.
1: Also, messy, Larry Nance Jr. had successful surgery on his left pedicarpal, which is a, a metacarpal. I'm sorry. Uh, what would a pedicarpal be? Uh, On your foot. Chomo (laughs) carpal. The fourth uh, metacarpal, and he's going to be a sideline for what looks like six weeks. And Larry Nance has been doing some business. So uh, at least Roto World identifies C.D. Osman, Taurine Prince. Do you buy that as beneficiaries?
0: Yeah, I mean Jared Allen started tonight, so obviously he's going to be in there as well. But he was getting some decent minutes in Cleveland already. Yeah, let's take, so. actually
1: look at this. They're playing the Suns. They're finishing up uh, as we're as we're talking about this, and they had both Draymond and Jared Allen playing both over thirty minutes, both in the double digits in points. And uh, Jared Allen definitely looks like he's a little bit of the beneficiary. Osman only 15 minutes. Touring Prince up to 24. There's about four minutes left in the game, by the way. Uh, Touring Prince 13 and 5. Jared Allen 14 and 4 with a block. Uh, not doing a whole bunch. He's over that 30 minutes. The guards are about as the same. So, really, I guess, I, guess, I mean, Jared Allen is the biggest beneficiary. Maybe Touring Prince is, becomes a little bit relevant. I mean, you put up 13 and 5 nights with a block you're going to be rosterable.
0: Yeah, I mean this is uh I think this is the second most minutes that Jared Allen has had since being traded to uh since being traded to Cleveland. So And it makes the um, most sense.
1: If Larry Nance goes out, like you re- replace him with Jared Allen. Like that's The Jared Allen seemed like a the future bet for Cleveland here. I, I would say though he didn't play a whole big role in the offense. It's just I mean, that
0: him and him and Drummond are both centers. Like neither one of those guys power for it. Yeah. So you know, I mean, it, and Nance hard. could
1: play three positions, that's true.
0: Right, exactly. So you would think that Prince or, or Osman uh, would would jump in there, but yeah, I mean, tonight they gave it to Allen. I, I'm happy about that, but it's got to be, you know, you, Jared Allen isn't going to steal boards away from Drummond, which is obvious seeing Drummond had 13 and Jared Allen had four. So uh, it, it's it's one of those things where, uh, You know, Jared Allen is starting a power forward, but he's not really a power forward. He's really
1: a center playing power forward. You yeah, know, well, all he cares is minutes. I don't care yeah. anything else except for well
0: production. Minutes. And he's not, you know, he got 30 minutes tonight and had four boards. When was the last time we said that about Allen? Yeah,
1: Probably. no, I mean, that's definitely uh, true. I, but I mean, you know, it's a start to your point. You play beside Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond is uh, he's a vacuum for rebounds. And that was definitely yeah. the case. He had 14, at least in this game with uh, about three minutes left. But Allen just getting some production in here, a block, 14 points. You know, he only put up six shots. You know, him and Akora were the, the the low guys on that. Sexton and Garland had over 30 attempts between each other. So it's kind of like classic in what you expect. But Jared Allen is putting up drum, Drummond numbers. So, you know, whether there's a—I mean, do you think it's like an opportunity with Allen? Do, do you look at this like, hey, buy in? Because, I mean, he's going to have six weeks of probably being in this starting lineup where he can thrive a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I I I buy into him. Like, if Jared Allen is available on the wire, I'd take him over Prince or Osman. He's probably I just not on the know. wire,
1: though. But I'm saying, yeah, like, just, in a cheap trade. Like, Jared Allen on Yahoo. Yeah, he's not, dude. Jared Allen is 85% owned on Yahoo. I'm saying, in a trade, are you interested? Not really. No. I'd, be, uh, kind, of, I'd, I'd kind of be into it a little bit.
0: Yeah, I just, it, the most of his value is from getting blocks and boards, Jared Allen. was well, getting and his blocks. He, yeah, how many blocks did he have tonight? He had one one yeah i don't know okay. like, he's had he's a block a,
1: every single game since january 24th at least
0: yeah i mean look he, he's a stud at, at getting blocks but he's not gonna match up uh, on those guys around the rim because he's you know younger more athletic than drummond so he's gonna cover the guys that are moving a little bit more and drummond is gonna get those block opp- opportunities so i don't know that i'm He's not someone I want. I'm like crazy going out. Yeah, I'm
1: not saying crazy, but like I like him in the piece of a trade, you know, coming into this game, you know, prior. So things were normal. He was averaging about 24 minutes a game, 10 points, seven rebounds with two blocks. And that was making him a top 60 player. He's went over. He's gone over 31 this tonight. So, I mean, if you're going to add in, what is that? 25 to 30 percent more minute production and yeah maybe the rebounds get stunted a little bit but i mean if you just kind of bring that up even if he got to 12 or 13 with six to seven rebounds a block and a half uh, i'm gonna take it so I, I think he's like a nice cheap little buy option right now with the opportunity but obviously you're not centering a trade around him i guess right is what I mean. right that's and better, well, it, you know
0: it. we saw him play in one game uh w- without um Uh, Without Drummond, and he went crazy. He had like five blocks and eighteen boards and stuff. So you know, anything happens to Drummond, he he's a huge piece. So um, you know, hopefully they'll find ways to stagger those guys, and uh, you know he'll get more opportunities.
1: Uh, More news around the NBA: Jalen Brown had missed his last two games with left knee soreness. Carson Edwards was in the starting lineup on Monday or on Sunday, I'm sorry, and they did not play here on. uh... Monday night.
0: Yeah, the their next game is tonight. It's the late game. They're on the road against the Jazz. So it starts at 10 Eastern. So it's a late one. So we'll see if Jalen is good for that. Hopefully keep your fingers crossed. he has been a huge part of uh, uh, many winning teams this year.
1: Jonas Valanciunas aka Valueless has not been so valueless, uh, but he did come back from COVID protocols on Saturday played 24 minutes was 27 or I'm sorry, 23 points with seven rebounds hit a couple threes. And on Monday night, twenty-seven points with twenty rebounds and three assists. Hello, against his old team in uh, 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 Toronto.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, this is crazy. I'm looking at. I'm like, who did did Toronto get one rebound? I mean, they did. Uh, Boucher had a double-double, twelve and ten, uh, stealing a block. But yeah, that's a you know no rust for for Valanchunas at all. He technically twenty-seven, twenty three assists, a steal, a block. With uh, you know, going eleven of twelve from the line and eight for twelve from the, field. he
1: ha- he like had a, a double chance. double on um both sides of the uh of the rebound front. He had ten offensive rebounds and ten defensive rebounds. <laughs> He's a monster. I mean, That's this crazy, is the revenge yeah. narrative. Don't tell me the re- revenge narrative doesn't uh, well, work. Well,
0: Toronto won by fifteen. So
1: uh, his revenge. They didn't he didn't get <laughs> revenge. He statistically <laughs> got revenge, okay. is what All I'm right. trying yeah. to get at. We'll take it. Uh Christian Wood out indefinitely with an ankle sprain. Demarcus Cousins is, is going into the starting lineup. Wood is going to be a valued weekly, and it is hilarious because last week we talked about how bad it was getting with Demarcus Cousins and was he capable? And it was Cousins versus Whiteside. He's still not great. Uh, Your Rockets got uh, beat up quite a bit by the Charlotte Hornets here on Monday night, one nineteen to ninety four. Cousins played twenty five minutes in the starting lineup. It was only four for eight. Had nine points with nine rebounds. He did have three steals and an assist. It was manageable, but he was still pretty blah.
0: Yeah, I I mean, not surprisingly, got crushed tonight. Wood is hurt. Wall took a a night off, and so did Eric Gordon. So uh, this was kind of like a give me game. Uh, they were in it for a little bit, but they were always trying to play catch up. So it uh, just didn't work out. But uh, yeah, hopefully he's back sooner rather than later. But that this also happened on Friday night. So I was looking at it and I went, oh, God, weekly? He's going to be evaluated weekly? Never a good sign when you hear
1: that. No, and, and he had been just bawling out. It's horrible news for the uh, Rockets. LaMarcus, LaMarcus Aldridge is going to see a doctor for a flexor strain, a hip flexor, uh, flexor strain at some point this week. So old man Aldridge uh, still, you know, still nursing everything, essentially.
0: Yeah, Jakob Pertl been playing decent. Uh, He had 29 minutes tonight, 14 points, 11 boards, 4 blocks, uh, 7 of 9 from the field. So uh, plus 15. He actually had the highest plus minus of any player on the Spurs tonight. So uh, pretty good night for him
1: couple other notes through here. D'Angelo Russell, he missed Saturday's game with a sore right quad. He came back and played on Monday. I believe he started over Rubio, but he had left after five minutes. And
0: did not come back. So seems like that quad uh, bothered him again. So maybe he's going to miss some time with now.
1: I'd say this week, uh, especially any weekly league type of people wouldn't like that. Uh, Karis Levert back with the team after surgery for kidney cancer. Expected to be out eight more weeks, but back for fantasy playoffs. And, you know, Levert, as he had said, he like, he says this trade probably saved his life because of the physical and they found this. And uh, it's good to, it's good to see that he's back from that. Probably back, uh, like you said, for fantasy playoffs, which the only, but
0: even if he's back, they're going to ease him into the lineup and stuff. So maybe it, it's, it's just dicey. Loves. The problem
1: yeah. is, is because like what people do with a move like this is they'll see Karis Levert and they'll just be like, should I stash? And then it'll be like seven weeks. Should I stash? And it's like, I don't know. Like if it, if it just if you takes only have nothing, one
0: IL spot, you definitely don't stash
1: him. Yeah, but like so. if you wanted, you could pick him up and put him there, but don't be married to him because as soon as you need to use that IL spot, he's got to go. And right. I'm just like, he's not the type of guy, especially coming off of this, where I would look at him and be like, oh boy, you got to stash him because when he comes back, it's a new team and new structure. I just, nah, I'm not, I, I don't think you need to go there. If you got multiple IL spots in a couple weeks, maybe you could do it, but uh, you know, go Karis LeVert next year.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly right. He's a guy, you know, Dynasty League, go acquire him. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, go get him now, uh, especially if you have a piece that a contender wants and, and you can get a guy and stash him. So do that in a Dynasty or a Keeper League. But other than that, he's not going to have much value this year.
1: Paul George missed the last two games with a foot slash toe injury. There's no timetable. Lou Williams, Reggie Jackson, and Luke Kennard are guys that, uh, will be replacing him. Did they play here on Monday night? Cause we they could, didn't No, they did not. Okay. So we can't see where that is quite yet.
0: No, they played last night and you know, uh, Lou, Lou Williams had 23 points, five boards, five assists, two steals and, uh, one three. So, uh, more of him. Kennard played 19 minutes. So, I mean, fine. And, uh, Jackson, uh, let's see what Reggie Jackson played 30 minutes. He had 14 points, two boards, four assists, a steal, and a block. So decent night for him. So if I'm adding any one of these guys, it's probably Lou Williams.
1: Yeah, I agree. Well, I was just interested if Kennard got, like, more minutes. But, I mean, Lou's probably not available for most people anyways. Last two, DeAndre Hunter is having surgery on his knee. Will be updated in two weeks, right after Bogman traded for him. So I know that is exactly what you were looking for. And Nikhil Alexander-Walker got a DMP on Saturday. He had played 20-plus minutes in five of his previous seven. And also, just to point out, he's a very popular preemptive ad that people have been looking at. One of those guys where it's like, all right, once they unload this roster and they make any of these rumored trades, Nikhil Alexander Walker would be one of these guys that would just start to pop and it just hasn't happened yet. he's, he's had like one serviceable game. I don't know in the last eight. And then he had a couple double digits before that uh, against Houston, January 30th, 13, five, four assists, three steals, three blocks, quiet, relatively since then and then uh good old DMP. Yeah, DMP
0: C D never never a good sign. We'll see. They're playing tonight against my Rockets. So uh we'll see if he gets in or not. Hopefully I I, I mean none of this will matter like you said once they get rid of Reddick. So as soon as that happens, uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker will be playing plenty of minutes and all that good stuff, but uh, it's going to be screwy until then. Hopefully that trade happens soon.
1: Other injuries, uh, CP3 hamstring did not play on Monday night, or actually this is coming out of the wire, this Suns game, 115-113 with 52 seconds left. It's one of those games where, you know, dad isn't there, so everyone's out to play. Devin Booker going off, 36 points, hit 5-3 so far, so it could be up to 40 by the time we're done. So no Chris Paul, just monitor that. Chris Conley, a hamstring. Devontae Graham, a groin strain. Laurie Markin and shoulder sprain, I believe he's out. Is it two to four weeks or just two weeks?
0: Uh, I think it's two weeks, so, two weeks, but yeah, it sucks.
1: Bay Crowder, Jay Crowder, right foot soreness. Nerlens Noel, uh, left knee soreness. Dragic has got an ankle. Anthony Melton uh, did not play on Monday with an ankle injury. Brandon Clark has been dealing with uh, no plays for about a week. Otto Porter back spasms. Drew Holiday left the Bucks game. Kyle Lowry back spasms. And DeLon Wright, who we talked about, questionable for Tuesday.
0: Yeah, a bunch of guys getting banged up here. So we're kind of into the dog days here. So um you know uh, a lo- a lot of this is going to be nice when we get the break so when the break comes uh that'll be nice for some of these guys to get a layoff but um you know no no rest for the wicked
1: nope. so that's right uh quick break we come back let's talk about some of the big time performers from this weekend and uh, even throw in a couple monday editions right here on in this league Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. It's a full shirt. Holy mother forking shirt balls. Welcome back, friendos. Steph Curry... Is a maze balls 57 points against Dallas this weekend? Two rebounds, five assists, 11 threes, 19 of 31. Boy, I just traded Steph Curry like two <laughs> weeks ago, and I don't regret it, but I would have been nice to have a couple of these under my belt just to fleece the other guy just a tad bit more. Wouldn't that have been I mean, nice to have a come on trade Steph Curry? It is a dynasty, by the way, and it's a three sport dynasty, so it's a whole nother ball game. But 57 points with 11 threes, Steph Curry is still an absolute boss. And I think he had he was just putting up some stupid shots that were out there. He dropped another 32 with seven rebounds and six assists on Monday night.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, you know, just after seeing him do this the other night, uh, there's a lot of people saying, like, look, he's just he's the MVP again. He's the best player in the NBA right now. So uh, not shocking that Curry can do this again, but a little surprising uh, after, you know missing so much time with the finger injury last year and stuff and i mean the warriors just flat yeah. out tank last year so uh it wasn't great but let me ask uh, you something for, curry's just dangerous man he can do this at any point
1: and no one's surprised is curry the best shooter the nba has seen now, think about that for a minute i say that's player of course is he the james best
0: harden's pretty good too i mean i, I don't like james Harden?
1: harden's better than steph curry
0: He's not a better shooter, but he's a better score.
1: Okay, but I but I said shooter. Is is okay. Steph Curry the best shooter we've ever had in the NBA? Just, like, really think about that. Like, yeah. I know Reggie Miller I- is going to come to mind for people. Ray Allen was one of the purest. But, like, is he the best shooter we've ever seen?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I think he probably is. So I feel uh, like that's he, true too.
1: I saw that I thought of it when he, he was I don't know what the re, the play was. It was in tonight's game, he was dribbling back and then he just, you know, boop up and he shot it from like twenty eight feet and just I bunk. mean, Lillard's
0: a really good shooter too, and, and Lillard can hit those, you know, uh logo shots all the time, but uh, you know, Curry can pull up from seven feet behind the three point line at any point and you just know it's going in. It's crazy. But is there so. anybody
1: like like don't just think about the current guys because I don't think it's anybody in the NBA right now does not line up in my eyes to Steph Curry. So was there anybody before um, that you think qualifies? I mean Reggie Miller's probably I know, Reggie you know, was the first one that came to my mind. Yeah,
0: the 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 one that you said already is probably uh, another good one. I'm sure there's someone else that we're not
1: remembering right now, but uh mm-hmm. but I mean Curry is amazing. Yeah, there's just there's like I don't know. You know, people, I I know people will like drop out like oh, this guy was good but just like I don't know, man. Like there's not a single player I would rather have like a long range shot than Steph Curry in the end. I mean they He's were so winning
0: so and they were winning championships before Durant got there. So, you know, I mean, uh, the, the dude is absolutely one of the best players that we've ever seen play. He's incredible.
1: Yeah, and he just never gets that conversation because we're in the LeBron era. You know, it's all we talk about is is LeBron, so it, it just don't feel like we talk about i Steph Curry, to me, is going to be like one of those guys. Maybe we'll get there in a couple years, but I feel like it's possible when it's all said and done, we'll be like, man, we didn't appreciate Steph Curry enough. Like, we appreciate... Yeah. Um, LeBron James, and there's an appreciation for you know the other big stud players out there. Everyone talks about Luka Doncic and gets all riled up about him. And you talk about Durant and James Harden, but there's just something I, f- I feel like Steph Curry doesn't have the appreciation that truly belongs to a player like him. Because I just, um, just, I just who name another player that's been like Steph Curry?
0: I mean, uh, there's like Harden is him without the championships, you know. Uh, I mean. Uh, but but yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I don't know. I I, th- I think Curry is pretty appreciated. So uh, he's got plenty of rings. Uh, you know, it's just like for the last two years, he hasn't been he hasn't been what he was before. And now, you know, after going through, you know, he had uh, the injury play uh, down season, and injury plague season. And uh, and now all of a sudden he's back to being what he was before that stuff. No one should be surprised. We all knew he had this in him. We just hadn't seen it for a while. So a lot of people count, you know, no one was counting him out. He was still a top five pick in fantasy. So I, yeah. I think he's appreciated, but no one's appreciated as much as LeBron because LeBron is, you know, I it, I have no problem with people saying that LeBron is the best player to ever play. You I don't know. I, I know that a lot of people, no, 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 no Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. It, look, they're both amazing. So, but... I have I don't have an argument for someone to say that LeBron's best player to ever play. So when you play in the same era as that guy, you're just never going to get the recognition you probably should get. You know,
1: sometimes it feels like it almost feels, I mean, this might be blasphemous how I say it, but maybe you understand the logic of what I'm doing. It almost feels like, if you're a football person at all, the like Jordan is to Montana as LeBron is to Tom Brady. Like, people still don't want to give Brady the, like, He's amazing. Look at all these titles and people are like, well, he's even less of an athlete and he's slow and it's system. And it's just yeah. like, I feel like that is like the LeBron to everybody comparing backwards to like, a, I mean, maybe it's not fair comparison because Montana's not the number one question all time quarterback, but I feel like that's the one people go to. It's something along those lines, but I don't know. I think Curry's sitting over here being like the Steve Young, you know, or the yeah. Brett Favre or something like that. And just just like, uh, we don't appreciate it.
0: I mean, we'd love to see a Curry LeBron uh, matchup again in, in the playoffs. So we've already, we already saw LeBron come back and beat them. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, um, we have that matchup, so we got to actually see that one and LeBron won it. So because LeBron won it and won it in comeback fashion, that's why, you know, Curry, I think it's kind of been ever since that series, everything has been LeBron, 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 Right. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, not it, surprisingly
1: fair enough. It's fair enough to be uh LeBron. I just, it made me, it makes me think when I, just when I watch him shoot, you're just like, yep, you're good. Uh, speaking of another, just absolutely clutch player, Nikola Jokic dropped 50 with eight rebounds, 12 assists, three threes against Sacramento was 20 of 33.
0: You know, I asked, uh, I asked Adam and, uh, and Dan on the real big three this week, the, if Jokic is if the draft was today, if you were doing a draft today, because Jokic is the number one player as far as all of you know the rankings go and everything, um, would he be your number one pick? And they uh, and Dan said yes. Uh, Adam said no. So he's right up there, though. If you had to pick today, Welsh, are you taking Jokic number one overall?
1: because i am i'll I'll just say I'll just say that right now, I'm taking him right now, I think I would I yeah, think, yeah, I think it'd be hard not to, yeah, i mean and and really it's the uh he didn't do the ramp up
0: thing, you know, uh Dan talked about it the last couple of years, Jonas talked about it as well is this guy you know look it's the conditioning and he, everyone's seen that picture of him as a teenager. He's a little fat kid. You know what I mean? And uh, it was becoming uh, an issue to start the season. He always started off slow because he wasn't in great shape. And then midseason came around. He's one of the best players in the NBA. We see him in the playoffs. Absolutely dominant. But uh, this year he came in in shape. And he's rocking and rolling, man. Number one
1: player and is not slowing
0: down. Another big night tonight. So uh, the dude is incredible.
1: Yeah, what did he do? Um, did they play tonight or you meant sl- you meant oh, the weekend?
0: Yeah, yeah, I meant last night.
1: Uh, but uh, tonight, I want to make sure because I thought they were playing. He is, he's not in triple-double watch. He dropped 27. There's still seven minutes left to go, though. 27 with 10 rebounds, six assists. Hit three threes, and that's going up against Giannis, who is uh, 25 with eight rebounds, no assist steals, and two blocks. So it just shows you, even in this capacity, it's almost like a Jokic off night. You're like, are you doing a triple-double? He's like, he's become one of those guys. He's like Russell Westbrook without the turnover issues or the percentage issues. What the wrong with you? You don't have a triple-double? Come on, get on it, loser. Uh, Any of the other weekend performances that you want to highlight? Uh, Vucevic dropped 43, 4-3, 17-29. He's been relatively money. Jason Tatum up to 34 points uh, against the Clippers.
0: Yeah, I mean, there were some good ones. You know, uh, SGA with 31, 9, and 7 with a couple triples against Minnesota the other night. uh, Doncic, excuse me, against Golden State, 42, 7, and 11 with 7 triples. Was a huge night. So there are definitely some uh, big time performers this weekend. A lot of uh, guys uh, putting it putting it together right now.
1: Well, I'll give you a big time performer on Monday night. Lamelo freaking Ball, thirty two points. Or I'm sorry, thirty two minutes. He dropped twenty four points with ten assists, seven rebounds, hit seven threes against the Rockets. With 17, or 7 of eighteen, seven of twelve from the three point line and three of four from the free throw. You know, it's been up and down with LaMelo kind of throughout the year, some good, some bad, some minute issues, but he had 32 minutes in the second most of anybody besides uh, Gordon Hayward. LaMelo ball on a nice little trajectory here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, LaMelo ball. You did that with no John Wall, no Eric Gordon playing. So I'm just bitter that the Rockets lost. Yeah. Uh, Well, look, LaMelo's great. And Graham has been hurt. Uh, you know, the last couple games too. So we've seen uh, LaMelo starting and just absolutely stepping into that role. Even Dan is giving LaMelo props. That's how good he is. So, uh, and there has been some great rookies this year. So, but LaMelo is definitely leading all of them. So, uh, great game for him. Uh, and hopefully it continues now that they're not going to play the Rockets. So. I'll
1: tell you one other that is really outperforming any of the early concerns and his draft spot and everything like that is Christoph Porzingis. Who uh, tonight, I believe the game is over, dropped 27 points with 13 rebounds, four assists, and six blocks to go with four threes. Before this game, he was already in a standard nine cat on Yahoo inside the top 50. He was averaging just under 20 with eight, a block and a half, good percentages, and two threes. He's going to up every single one of those things. I mean, and, you know, preseason rank in the 60s ish. Uh, 64 on Yahoo to be specific people really worried about the injuries him and Jaron Jackson were kind of getting lumped together how hilarious yeah, yeah. those were in different capacity and Porzingis has just come back and immediately from an averages standpoint become a top 45 maybe top 40 player
0: yeah he's been he's been great when he's been out there so to buy uh... or
1: sell Would you like if the activity, if you owned him, would you get off of it in a cell worrying it's going to come down or do you feel so good you would overpay a tad bit to go get him?
0: Mm -hmm. That's a good question because you know how I am with injury prone players or or players that have had an injury past. I'm not not great with them. So this one is um, a good question for me, but he's playing so well right now. It's hard to say no. And the last game he missed was January 30th. So uh, he's been playing in these games, even uh, back-to-backs. He played on the third and the fourth. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm buying him right now. He's
1: been playing great. Okay, I like that. Any other performances to highlight, or should we go look at some waivers? Let's look at the waivers. All right, here we go. Wavery waiver time. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: yeah man i'll tell you what that thing in this league talk about ww.wcom
1: you made you go click, click 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 it's real easy man uh i don't know what you're saying but that, that's what's going on yeah we will start with the espn and your number one most added player thaddeus young up 48.8 percent as far as percentage owned from 22 to 71 percent mr dan bespris's Love child Thaddeus Young, number one player. Yeah, Uh,
0: I I saw, I didn't see the context of it, but I just saw a tweet the other day and it was Dan saying, Oh, yeah, and also Thad Young, that is all, you know. So, uh, that's been great. Uh, The uh, what was that tonight? 14 points, five boards, six assists, two steals, a block, uh, 63% shooting. Um, You know, guy's been great, especially with the uh, steals and assist uh, on the six. He had a steal in uh, two blocks and four assists, five assists, two steals against Orlando on the fifth. He's been great. So uh,
1: last you two know, weeks, gotta top, ride
0: the wave with him.
1: Top 40 over the last two weeks, averaging 13 and a half, seven rebounds, six and a half assist, almost two steals, just under a block, 61% from the field, bad free throw and no threes. Everything else on point, and that gets you inside a top 50 player over the last two weeks. Thaddeus Young has been that's why he's the most out of player. Also, Boggs, you got Norman Powell, who's up to 51% owned now. Uh, he was number two. Cody Zeller, number three, from 14 to 36% owned. Gary Trent, from 15 to 34. Bojan Bogdanovich, up from 55 to 73%. That's your top five, followed by Anthony Edwards who went from 44 to 60 Eric Gordon up to 54 Diallo up to 20 Justin Holiday to 35 and DeMarcus Cousins from 57 to 71 percent owned that's your top 10 most added
0: yeah I mean um you know it sucks sucks about quickly but Norman Powell has been great um Gary Trent has been pretty good too I forgot their game was canceled last night, the Blazers, so uh, th- their game got postponed. We'll see what happens with their game tonight. I haven't heard anything about it moving against Orlando, so hopefully they'll be able to play. Uh, Zeller's been pretty good. Had a quiet night tonight, uh, but they didn't really need him to do a, a
1: bunch. So, uh,
0: yeah, a lot of great pickups
1: right now. God, I'm looking at Jokic still going, 33-11 and six, four minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you, you said maybe
0: he's not on the tri- the triple double trajectory, but he's Shouldn't got four that. minutes. He needs four assists. I it's possible. Shouldn't say so. that.
1: Uh the most drop players that don't have an injury uh attached to them. Seth Curry, the most drop player, went down uh just yeah, about 15 into notches. Into yeah, fifteen notches from sixty five percent down to fifty percent essentially.
0: Yeah, it's been it's been rough recently for uh, for Curry. So uh, not that big of a surprise to see him uh, dropped all over the place. Twenty six minutes in his last game, eleven points, two boards, four assists, a steal, and a block. Four of eleven, though. Uh, one of one from the line, two triples. Not a terrible line here, but remember he was leading the league in true shooting percentage, and to see him uh, going four for eleven, not fun.
1: How about would you rather? Seth Curry or Gary Trent Jr.
0: Gary Trent Jr. right now. I mean, ride the wave right here. You know, Curry was a guy that was hot for the first couple months, and now he's turned ice cold. So go, give me the hot hand. I'll take Gary Trent.
1: Terrence Ross Ross is the second most drop, down to under 30% owned now. He was uh, about a 14.5% ownership drop, so a number two.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, last game down to 20 minutes. 13 points, two boards and assist five of 13 shooting one of five from deep. You know, it's just been kind of a downward trend towards uh, for Terrence Ross. So not a surprise to see that either.
1: Your last on like the important drops is uh, Jared Vanderbilt, who is, uh, I think it's like number 10 total on the list, but three of the non injuries and he just hasn't done it. He's had some rebound games in here. He it's been a struggle to top 20 minutes. He's been in the teens, three of his last five on uh, Monday night here, it looks like he got into 21, but only 5, 4, and 3. He scored double digits once since January 29th. So that would be once in his last seven games. And, you know, that middle of January, that later January was a good run, and he's just completely fallen off, and he's under 10% owned now.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's infuriating to see them give Nas Reed these starts and— Uh, you know, uh, her and Gomez still getting any minutes Ed Davis getting any minutes and Vanderbilt down to 21, uh, is just not fun to watch, especially when, you know, when Kat was back and playing and, uh, you know, we heard Saunders talk about wanting to get Kat and Vanderbilt in in the lineup together to see what it's like and all that stuff. (sighs) All that excitement is down the drain. So, uh, it just sucks. Hopefully he'll get back to getting minutes. He's one of those. He's one of those uh, guys I don't blame Jonas for looking at the per 36 for because they're so sexy, but uh, he's just not, you know, guy can barely top 20 minutes
1: over on CBS. Uh, Thaddeus young is also the most uh, picked up player. A just under 30% change. He's now 81% owned. Number two, though, Josh Jackson from 33 to 58. That's a 25% change. Jakob Birtle up to uh, 33% owned. Cody Zeller again, now 70. Diallo at 42. The bottom five, Norman Powell, Patrick Williams, TJ McConnell, Gary Trent, and Malik Monk. How about Patrick Williams with some of their injuries as well? Looks like he's in line for a nice, uh, a nice little boost. Yeah, Patrick Williams is one of those rookies that
0: is gonna, have, you know, peaks and valleys.
1: So got thirty five uh, minutes on Monday night, ten point six rebounds. Four
0: games in a row with thirty two minutes or more. Not efficient,
1: so, two for seven, but he hit a couple threes. Right. Got thirty five minutes. I mean, that's a really positive sign. And let's see on Yahoo, uh, how much are you? Uh, how much? What do you th- take a guess? What do you think he is on a on percentage?
0: Patrick Williams, uh, well, I have it on the sheets. Oh. So it was
1: 20% a day ago. What oh, it it's quite up, 34%?
0: Well, 14% in a day is pretty big. But they had a game today, so not that surprising to see him picked up and a bunch of other guys drop. But by the way, LeBron is an assist away from a triple-double uh, before the third quarter, third quarter has almost five minutes left. All so right, so he's, still per- he's still pretty solid. That LeBron guy Still still, still pretty guy.
1: good. Um, The most dropped on CBS that don't tackle to an injury. Uh, Obi with New York is dropped yeah. down from 60 to 50. Alexander Walker, who we talked about from 34 to 24. Mo Wagner, Seth Curry, Cam Reddish, uh, Lou Dort. Those are kind of your big names. Jared Vanderbilt is on there. Anybody you feel that doesn't belong on that drop list? No, dude, I mean, OB hasn't gotten 10 minutes since January 31st, so
0: not a surprise to see him. He's eight, nine, nine, and nine. so um, not great for him, so uh, no one really surprising on that list at all.
1: Over on Yahoo, this is a daily transaction list, and the number one added player is Josh Jackson, and you got to think, you know, you get Derek Rose off the team. that's another score. And Josh Jackson went 37 minutes against the Lakers on the 6th, dropped 28 with 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, and a block. He'd had a 20-point game a couple days prior against Utah, was okay uh, in his revenge game against the uh, Phoenix Suns, but he's been pretty damn good. He was picked up almost 22,000 times on Monday alone.
0: Yeah, not. I mean, he had a huge game Sunday night, so 28 points, eight boards, three assists, two steals and a block Uh, did foul out, of course. But uh, getting those minutes, like you said, because Rose is gone and coming off a big performance are two huge factors. And Delon Wright with the ankle injury. So uh, Jackson could have a pretty big week was Patrick Williams, too. I mean, we saw him go up 14 percent in one day or two.
1: 18,000 okay. people picked him up. Nas Reed was next, and Valentine was next up as well. Probably more of a need situation. Quickly was the most dropped player, almost 13,500 <laughs> times uh, or drops he took. So his ownership percentage is going to tumble, of course. this is coming off of the 17 minutes he also got in Miami. And uh, Alfred Payton was another one of those. So, next people preemptively making all their moves to get them out. And the pickups were Nas Reed, Valentine, Patrick Williams, and Josh Jackson.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, we've hit on a bunch of these names already, so it's not surprising to see these names uh, uh, get picked up and dropped. So uh, I just I hope quickly I hope quickly gets back to getting minutes, you know, Uh, and honestly, I hope Peyton gets traded. So it'd be nice to see Peyton get moved and them to go with the backcourt of the really young man and the really old man. So. I think that would be pretty solid.
1: Speaking of the really young men and the one old guy, the real big three later this week, Dan Vesperus, oh. the old guy. I mean, he's got the old mentality at least. He might be younger than us. I don't know. He like, is
0: younger than us. Is yeah. he,
1: is it like yeah. embarrassing? No, it's like, it's like a year. Oh, so. okay. What about Jonas is definitely younger, right?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Jonas is,
1: uh, so you're the old guy. Years. Yeah, I'm the old. Yeah. That's what I thought you meant. Oh, you said the old oh, I was talking was Dan. Me. Dan's got like old man energy and stuff like he that. He definitely but, has old
0: man energy.
1: But you're the one. Like, you're, you're you, I mean, you are the curmudgeon. You're, like, people, you, internet got mad when you were like, that's a Jonas <laughs> and I was stuff. making like fun that. of Jonas. That's true.
0: Yeah. Yes. People
1: don't, yeah. <laughs> soft these kids today. But the real big three coming up on Thursday so make sure you uh, are locked into Bogman's Twitter account to see where it is if it's on the YouTube or if it's on the Patreon wherever it is and uh, three big topics from three of the best in the industry Dan Bespris, Jonas Nader and Scott Bogman you can get it right here on the In This League Basketball feed so make sure you're subscribed even if you don't like me and that's the only podcast you like you still gotta subscribe so you don't miss it so, make sure you do that. Check us out over on Patreon, patreon.com slash ITL Army. If you do like us, you can support us and you can have access to us. And uh, we got Manscaped that's sticking around. So, ITL NBA, if you want to do that, support us in February. See where that goes. You get uh, 20% off and free shipping. Promo code ITL NBA. Bogman, that's it. That's all the basketball. I mean, there's so much that's more basketball, it. but that's uh, that's what we got today. That's all we got
0: today. We'll be back for the real big three. I think Jonas is going to be ready to rock on Thursday, so uh, you know, keep on a lookout for it. So we'll be back. All right, we'll be
1: back. Bogman Welsh, it's in this league. We're out of here. See you.